Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account. And before we do get into it, there is some sex talk in there. So I know some people don't like those sort of stories. So if you do want to skip it, Always feel free to do so. Timestamps are down in the description, long timeline below, all that good stuff. And let's crack on. It says, I overheard my 28 male girlfriend, 26 female, say that her ex was the best she ever had. I heard my girlfriend of three years talking about how much better her ex was to her friends. She went on a group FaceTime with all of her girlfriends and got drunk out of her mind. She was sitting with her laptop about five feet away from our bed at her desk. She thought I was asleep. Even if I was, she said this with me literally five feet away from me. We'd slept together and I thought I made her orgasm. After she was done, I went to sleep and I woke up three hours later and to her laughing. She sounded very drunk. I wasn't. I tried to just go back to sleep. Before I could, I overheard her and her girlfriends talking about sex. She said sex was okay and sometimes she faked it and let me get mine. I was hurt. Then they started talking about their best sexual experiences. And then apparently she went on to talk about how, you know, it's basically the best sex she's ever had and how, you know, her ex was the best that she's ever had, basically. OP continues, at that point, I was near tears. I sat there trying not to cry so she wouldn't hear me. She eventually hung up. When she got back in bed, she noticed if I was awake and asked me if I was up. I told her I just felt the bed move and that woke me up. She then said she loved me and she would see me in the morning. This was about two. I stayed awake that night. I haven't been able to sleep or eat or anything for the last three days. I don't know what to do. I've been trying to be better in bed for her since we got together and three years of practice still can't beat raw talent. I've never felt like less of a man. At this point, I feel selfish for even staying with her when she is obviously so dissatisfied with me. Her ex cheated on her and he dumped her when she found out. She would have stayed with him. I feel like I'm nothing compared to his memory. We haven't had sex in the last three days because I can barely even stomach the thought of trying to pleasure her. I don't know what I can do at this point. I love her so much and I've been thinking about proposing to her, but I don't know if I can anymore. I'm going to start in the comments with Cromroy who says, I don't know if I could stay with her. After that, I'd probably break up with her and move on. I could already predict the dizzying downfall and humiliation when staying. She's probably make some excuses or BS saying why well, you're better, but she was truly honest in that FaceTime. I have questions replies to that and says, as an empathetic human being, I cannot imagine even drunk talking shit about my partner's sexual downfalls at all, let alone while they're in the same house. I honestly only ever get more into my partner and hype them up when I'm drunk, but that might just be me. OP, I'm not sure this is something you'll ever be able to get over, given your reaction to it, but... I highly recommend talking it out with her, being honest with her, not for her sake, but for your own. 
Either she will admit to it or she will deny. Either way, I think your best option is to leave, as this will almost definitely impact your relationship negatively. Thus, Basilip says, honestly, this is likely the end. What you heard is going to impact your self-esteem and confidence and most likely your ability to perform. She never should have said what she did and most definitely not sitting on the same damn bed you were sleeping in. There are people out there who will think you are the best they've ever had and you deserve to be one of them. TX Data Pro says, pack it in, this one is over. There's no way you're coming back from this as a functioning couple. You're going to resent her forever if you stay. It will constantly be in the back of your mind. Bury this relationship and hit the exercise and stretching routines hard. Build your self-confidence back. Work on your stamina and flexibility. You'll be amazed on what those can do for your lovemaking skills. Read up on women's sexual response books like Come As You Are and put time into that study. And there was a lot of comments on this one saying, you know, this relationship's over, they wouldn't be able to move past it. But one comment replies to all those and says, um, yeah, no, this is why I fucking hate this sub sometimes. Because people give black and white advice and immediately take everything to the goddamn basement. OP, your girlfriend clearly said some horrible, heartbreaking things. I'm not going to justify what she said or come up with excuses because at the end of the day, she should have watched her words and had more respect for you when talking to her girlfriends. However, you said yourself she was pissed drunk. She was on a large group FaceTime call with her girlfriends and she thought you were asleep. I'd like any woman reading my comment right now to have the boss to actually try to claim that never ever in their life for one second have they ever said anything negative about their current partner when venting or gabbing to their girlfriends. I bet a lot of you can't. Same goes for the men as well. Get off your high horse and put yourself in this position before you start telling OP what a soulless witch he's dating. The purity complex on this sub is absolutely exhausting and embarrassing. OP, you and you alone have to decide if you're able to recover from what you heard. Saying that, I think sitting down with your girlfriend, telling her what you heard and demanding that she explain herself is in order. Tell her how you were hurt, how you are now feeling inferior, like she doesn't value you as a partner and lay everything out on the table. Even if you decide to leave, this will be a good catharsis so you can walk away knowing you said your piece. The truth is, a lot of people are currently with partners that aren't the best they've ever had. Guess what? A lot of people, namely mature adults, value a lot of other compatibility factors either in tandem with or over sex. Sure, maybe he was better in bed and more well endowed than you. He also sounds like a giant piece of shit who likely treated her poorly for much of their relationship the way it sounds. Personally, I'd much prefer and would feel incredibly grateful to have found such a caring man as yourself instead of being sucked with some asshole whose only redeeming quality is the 15 minutes a day he gives me in bed. You can't say whether or not your girlfriend would have stayed with their ex because that isn't how things worked out. She's with you. You're in a committed relationship, so I'm assuming enough things have clicked between you two that you love each other enough for that to have happened. You need to speak to her OP. Don't let the pitchfork mob on the sub convince you to pack up your car in the middle of the night and leave her without another word because of a drunken, trashy phone call you overheard when she was shooting the shit with her girlfriends and thought you were sleeping. Your feelings matter. And regardless of what you decide to do, you need to have a conversation and communicate to her about how upset you are and, at the very least, let her know that speaking that way about her partner is horrific and unacceptable. You never know how she'll react. She could be completely mortified, remorseful and feel terrible about what she said and want to explain herself to you. The reaction will give you much more of an insight into whether or not you should stay with her than any advice you get here will. Good luck, OP. In the end, you deserve someone who cherishes you always. And I think I'd have to come at this from like my point of view and 
put myself in his position over here in that conversation. And, you know, I would never expect or presume to be the best someone's ever had or anything like that. But hearing her say that to her friends as well, you're probably going to see her friends at some point in the future and they know this information about you now as well. That would damn well hurt me. I'd never talk about like to my friends about sex life with a partner and, you know, who's better and all that kind of thing, drunk or not. But OP comes into the post with an update and says, after the eighth day of me never initiating sex with her and rejecting her with no explanation every time she initiated, she, near tears, asked me what was wrong and why I didn't want her anymore. I wasn't fully ready to talk about this yet, so I just told her I haven't been in the mood. She didn't believe me and asked what she was doing wrong. I told her I needed some time to myself and she demanded to know why. Finally, I caved and showed her the post. I left our bedroom and left her alone to read it. 20 minutes later, she came out of the bedroom crying and tried to hold on to me. I pushed her off of me and she started crying harder. I let her calm down to the point where she could speak coherently. She told me that she didn't think I was awake when saying all those things and that they were all exaggerated. Firstly, she said that she enjoyed being with me and that she said she didn't have to fake it very much. She also said that she sometimes had to fake it with her ex sometimes too. Next, she clarified that his size wasn't as large as she claimed. She said that the ex was only an inch and a half above my size and that there is no possible way that she'd be able to have sex with someone as large as she claimed. And she was willing to prove it. I told her I didn't believe her because I have no reason to believe she'd be truthful about any of that stuff anymore. She went silent. I then told her that I couldn't believe she'd tell her friends about how much worse I am than her ex. She was still silent crying. I told her how much it hurt to know that she wasn't even willing to try and help me be better for her. I told her how I felt so unloved now and disrespected and how I'm unsure if I want to propose to her anymore. She apologized for everything again. She said that her being drunk is no excuse what she did and won't heal the pain she caused me and she understands that I can't unhear what I heard. But I just had to trust her on this. I told her I'd listen to her at least. She again said she didn't fake it much with me. Her ex's dick wasn't that much bigger than mine and that she only lied about that one to one-up her girlfriends. Oh boy. She said she was too afraid to hurt my feelings so she never wanted to critique our sex. I asked why she cared more about the quality of sex with her ex and she said that he didn't know what he was doing and just pressed her buttons correctly enough for her to have intense orgasms. She said that she didn't really even guide him so I had no idea what he did and she hasn't even been able to replicate what she felt from masturbation. She said that if I was willing to experiment with her, she thought we could figure it out. My last question for her was if she missed her ex. She said that sex with him was better but more enjoyable with me because she felt more emotionally connected to me than him. I asked why she wanted to take him back and she said that she was young and dumb and gave herself to people that didn't deserve her because she was afraid to be alone. She said she found a great looking guy that cherished her and gave a damn about her emotions in me. As of right now, I'm still hurt greatly. Talking to her helped a lot, but it'll still take me time to be able to trust her like I did. I told her I'm going to need time, but at the end of the day, I still loved her and wanted to try and work through this. I'm not sure how I feel about that update to be, if, I, if I'm being completely honest. You know, when she said she was just trying to one-up her friends by saying, you know, her ex was the greatest sex she's ever had. She's just trying to one-up by chucking you under the bus. That just felt like shit to me. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's have another story. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit does have an update as well. And it's titled, Am I the Arsehole for telling my dad's wife to drop dead in front of her friends and family? My 17 female mum died a little over a year ago. I was living with her full time before she passed. She left me a lot of money and her house. Since the house was just going to stay empty until I was done with college, my aunt on my mum's side and I talked about it we agreed she would stay there since she's taking care of my grandma and her place was small. I will move back in once I finish my schooling. My dad assumed my mum left me her money and left the house to my aunt. I didn't correct him because I don't trust my dad or have a great relationship with him. I'm currently living with him, his wife Jan and her twin daughters, 17 both lovely people, in a three-bedroom flat. Two months ago he found out that my mum left me the house. I'm not sure how he found out, but he did. Since then, I haven't heard the end of it. I'm selfish for making us all stay in a tiny flat. I'm spoiled because I won't share my inheritance. I'm a terrible person for making the twins take out loans. You get the gist. This weekend was the twins' birthday at my grandma's house. Most of my dad's family was there. We get along great usually. His wife's family and some of both of their friends there along with the twins' friends. After they were done opening my present to them, they asked me if that was really it. I got the matching bracelets with their birthstones, which they love, by the way. It got quiet and I asked them what else they were expecting. They said Jan said that I was planning on surprising them on their birthday by telling them we were moving into my mum's house and helping them with college. My grandma asked Jan if this was true and Jan started in on me again. She asked what she could do to me to make me stop being a bitch pull my weight, help out, and be fair. I told her she could drop dead, that my mum died for me to get all these things that she wanted me to give to her daughters. I said if she wanted everything to be fair, then she should drop dead and I would share everything I had with her daughters since we would have all lost a mother then. Then it would be fair, only after that happened. She and my dad started yelling at me and my grandma and uncle started yelling at my dad and Jan and everything was pretty much over after that. The whole ride home, my dad and Jan were getting calls and texts from family and friends telling them they were disappointed in them and I was getting texts from Jan's family, the twins' friends and a few of my own cousins saying I was selfish. I don't usually fight with my cousins so I'm really starting to think that maybe I'm being selfish and that I went too far at the twins' party. Am I the arsehole? Now my first thoughts are not the arsehole and you know, if you can get yourself out of that situation, out of their house, then 
I would. I think you have a much more peaceful life. But OP said, you know, they haven't got the greatest relationship with their father and they don't trust their dad. So there's obviously some other reasons behind that as well. I'm trying to put myself in a position where I'm the father to OP. You know, let's say we had a great relationship. I discovered that she's inherited some money. She's got a house. There's no way ever I would demand that from a child of mine. There's no way I would expect anything from that person. I'd be happy for them that they're able to provide for themselves, that they got a stable home for themselves and wouldn't be so bloody entitled to expect anything from them. That's madness. And that's without considering that they got a fractured relationship already. Cheeky bastards. But Serious Day says not the arsehole. Make sure your money and the house are secured. Your mum died. It's your inheritance. It doesn't belong to no one but you. It is not your responsibility to take care of anyone. Your dad is a grown adult. He needs to work and get a bigger house on his own. I do have a question. Why don't you live with your aunt at your own place? Is it possible for you to move back to your house till you go to college? And Opie did leave a comment, which I can't find it, but apparently she answered in something along the lines of, you know, it's a bit too hard on her mental health to be around her grandma daily like this at this moment in time. But what's my password says not the arsehole. She opened the can of worms at her daughter's party, assuming that you would feel guilted into a trap. Congratulations on not letting it happen. Bottom line is that your dad is complicit and I would block everyone that doesn't put you first. I'm so sorry you lost your mum. I hope her memory will always be a blessing. That says not the arsehole. No one else is entitled to the things your mum left to you. It's not your responsibility to take care of your father's family. I'd be planning on moving out ASAP to get away from such greedy and toxic people. Also, I'm very sorry for your loss. Which planning my escape replies to and says 100%. If Opie's mum had wanted the vultures to have the house or to pay for her ex's kids to go to college, surely she would have done that. These people are horrible, manipulative and abusive. Her dad, who should be the one protecting her, is only seeing a windfall for himself. I'm not surprised though. People's true character seems to come out when someone else inherits. She lost her mum for fuck's sake. Now she's got everyone piling it on. That BS at the birthday was just to try and force her in front of a group of people. It was a special kind of evil and twisted. I just don't see how a parent could let their spouse abuse their child like this. She'll likely want to have no contact with her dad after moving out. And one more comment from Slender Man is my dad who says, How long have you known your dad's wife and her kids? How much actual time have you spent with them? And quotes, she asked what she could do to make me stop being a bitch, pull my weight, help out and be fair. And then continues and says, what in the hell is she talking about? You don't owe them a house or money. You were living full time with your mum until very recently. How are your own cousins telling you that you are selfish? Why on earth would you be giving your money from your mother to people that aren't related to her and barely related to you, if you even count that? How old are your cousins? Because sometimes people just see money and think you should pass it while not realizing how that actually works. It's why so many actors and athletes end up broke because their families and friends loot them. Not the arsehole. Please find another place to live. This isn't safe for you and honestly, I feel like there isn't enough space for five people in a three-bedroom place in this situation. I understand you don't want to live with your grandma, but what about your aunt's old place? Your dad is a solid arsehole, but you're going to need to get out yourself. But now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What would you suggest to OP in this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, 
your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a playlist there that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. I had a lovely email from a nice chap called Daniel who was telling me about their work that they do on telecommunication towers and sent me some photos as well of the stunning views that they get to see. I mean, the work must be bloody difficult at the same time. But also, I love to see what you're up to whilst you're listening. It's something that absolutely makes my day. So please keep those photos coming of what you're doing, your hobbies, your crafts, your walking, you know, pet tax, all that kind of good stuff. Don't forget to let me know at Mark Narrations on Twitter if you can. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love, your bloody cheeky so-and-sos. <laughs>